Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere. Hang on, hang on, hang on! Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, Detective Comics number 351. Cover date, May 1966. Cover price, 12 cents. Cover artist, Carmine Infantino and Murphy Anderson. Edited by Julia Schwartz. Featuring Batman and Robin in The Clue Master's Topsy-Turvy Crimes. Written by Gardner Fox. Art by Carmine Infantino and Sid Green. And The Elongated Man in The Case of the Costumed Maid Crook. Written by Gardner Fox. Art by Carmine Infantino. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go-go. Harriet accidentally discovers the secret entrance to the Batcave. While matching wits with Harriet at home, Batman and Robin are also involved on a case against the criminal called the Clue Master. Unknown to the caped crusaders, Clue Master is also trying to uncover Batman's secret identity, and Batman's efforts to fool Harriet also help to keep Clue Master off track. Meanwhile, the elongated man plans to donate his old costume to Central City's Flash Museum, only to discover it has been stolen. Confused? Don't worry, I'll be right back with Dr. Husband to explain everything. Wherever Batman goes, he is always there. And all their evil foes are very much aware that though he's just a boy, no grown-up can compare with Robin, the wonderful boy wonder. If Batman's in a fix and it looks like it's the end He really doesn't worry, he knows he can depend On that fearless teenage hero who is his closest friend Robin the Wonderful Boy Wonder He fights for law and order Whenever there's disorder And asks for no reward or prize for doing what he just a lad, I'm sure that you'll agree, there's never been a lad as wonderful as he, and if one wish I had, I wish that I could be Robin the Wonderful Boy Wonder. Wherever Batman goes, he is always there, and all their evil foes are very much aware. That though he's just a boy, no grown-up can compare With Robin, the wonderful boy wonder If Batman's in a fix and it looks like it's the end He really doesn't worry, he knows he can depend On that fearless teenage hero who is his closest friend 
Robin, the wonderful boy wonder. He fights for law and order whenever there's disorder and asks for no reward or price for doing what he ought to. And though he's just a lad, I'm sure that you'll agree there's never been a lad as wonderful as he. And if one wish I had, I wish that I could be Robin the Wonderful Boy Wonder. Hi. Hello. How's it going? Oh, fine, thank you. Um, how's your day so far? It's Sunday. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little tired, but I'm, same, same. I just, I just, I was reading our comic. Yes. I was just sort of going over it at the last minute. And Detective f- Comics number three fifty one. And I fell asleep while I was reading it. Um, but the uh, the rifle shots outside woke me up. Oh, the boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom, 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 boom. Are you sure it wasn't like maybe a jet flying over or a sonic boom of some kind? They don't go like that. No. We um, live out in the country, so some of our neighbors actually have. Not would would you call that semi-automatic rifle? Um, I don't know. But I was gonna go. For, I was just gonna push through my tiredness and go through for a run. But then I heard all the shots outside, and I thought maybe I won't take Butler for a run today. No, I'll do it tomorrow morning. But also, we live by an airbase, so it could be a sonic boom. No, it's no, possible. No, it's a possibility. I grew up with guns. That was not. A sonic I grew boom. up on uh, with you John grew up Glenn. in the city, and you know John Glenn no. jogged right by our house every day. He did not jog by, and, and he's an astronaut. Boom. He did not create a sonic boom. He's pretty quick. He was a small fella, but quick. Detective Comics number three fifty one, the debut of the Clue Master, who wears a scarf around his mouth and has. What are the things? Capsules? Glass, capsules. Glass. glass capsules. Well, I don't know. I wouldn't wear glass. All well, down so, the front so many of me. things could happen. Um, the Clue Master Rob, mm-hmm. in later years, it's revealed that he has a daughter, uh-huh. Stephanie Brown. Okay. Stephanie Brown became a superhero herself. The spoiler. A superhero. A superhero. Well, she might have started as a villain, but then she became a hero called okay. the spoiler, who is kind of Robin's girlfriend. Oh. Then she actually became Robin for a little while. Oh. Then she died. Then she came back to life. And then she was Batgirl. Okay, she's Batgirl. Then what happened? Uh, then there was a multiverse realignment of the continuity, and I'm not sure what happened. I think she's spoiler again now. I haven't really kept up. All right. Uh, but uh, she was widely acclaimed in her little short run of Batgirl. And people get mad that she's, you know, Batman has like a gallery of dead Robins in his bat cave. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Well, he used to. Uh-huh. Uh, but she was never included, and people oh. were all up in arms about that because well, she was I, the first girl Robin. Sure. Kind of. A gallery really, of dead Robins. Is he Batman, does. Like, Batman has always been the same person, Bruce Wayne, all along, and he's just head of the Robins all along. Yeah, except for when his back was broken, then they had a different Batman oh. uh, for a while. Okay. Who broke his back? Joker. Uh, Bane. Okay. Uh, no, Joker killed Jason Todd Robin, and that's how he started the Gallery of Dead Robins. Oh, that's terrible. Well, he was decided by a phone call. It was a 1-800 number you could call whether you wanted Robin to die or Robin to live. And the dies won. Are you kidding? No. Where were you? You were alive then in the 90s. Yeah, but people actually called to see what Oh, the... yeah. That's, that's, that's horrible. 
Well, it worked, didn't it? What? <laughs> it killed Robin. <sighs> um, Detective Comics number 351, Batman, with Robin the Boy Wonder, starring in the Clue Masters' topsy-turvy crimes. Now, Batman already has a villain who leaves clues. The Riddler. The Riddler. And the Riddler, at this point, had already appeared on the television program. Yes. So I don't know why they created Clue Master. But they did. I mean... Here we are. Yeah. I I, I was not that impressed with this particular villain. Yeah. I like his costume, though. You do? Except for the glass tubules. I mean, I like the whole, like, the orange sort of onesie. Mm-hmm. And the the really cool scarf that covers over half of his face. Mm-hmm. I think I'm still waking up. I'm sorry about the yawn. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I didn't find it to be scary and kind of stupid. Like, basically, he would just appear and then make them chase after him and then leave him a clue. He didn't really do anything. Right. You know? Oh, I forgot to mention one thing. He also later became a member of the Injustice League, who then became Justice League Antarctica, which was a bunch of stupid heroes. Well, that's a great place for him to end up. I'll say. Um, Page one. Who's this? Aunt Harriet. Who's she? So remember on the TV show, it was Aunt Harriet lived with them? No. So that they didn't look like homosexuals? Um, It's Dick's Aunt Harriet. Okay. And... I didn't know that she was in comics. I thought she was just on the TV show. But apparently she pre-existed the TV show in comics. By the way, if you don't want to have them look like homosexuals, maybe you should try using a ladder when you're trying to discover cameras (laughs) later on instead of squeezing Robin up into the air like he does. His face turned away, of course. I don't know what you're talking about. I must have blocked it. it. Uh, So Aunt Harriet is living in Stately Wayne Manor. I should mention also at this time in comics, Alfred is presumed dead. So Alfred is not. What happened to Alfred? Well, he, uh, something tragedy happened and he died. Or so we're led to believe. And Aunt Harriet. Now, is she like a Mrs. Kravitz sort of person? Well, uh, on the TV show, she's a lot like my grandmother, Mrs. White. Yes. No sense of humor and doesn't know what's going on at any time. And I can't quite get an idea about how old Aunt Harriet is supposed to be because as she's drawn, she looks like she could be maybe 30. Yeah. And then in other panels, she looks like she could be in her late 40s. Yeah. And on the TV show, she's good 70 years old. Sure. Um, oh, maybe she's a, a chimera. Maybe. And that's Maybe it's Alfred. Maybe it's like a Mrs. Doubtfire situation. <laughs> that Alfred is presumed dead, but he's actually in disguise. And he's done the entire thing just to see how much they'll grieve after he's gone. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. He's incredibly insecure. That sounds like something I would do. <laughs> really? What would you dress as? Uh, well, I don't have many options. It would have to Mama be... Cass. Mama, Mama Cass. Mama yes. Cass would have to come live with me. <laughs> that in itself would be remarkable as she is also dead. <laughs> I'd probably disguise myself as someone currently living. Like? Like Liza Minnelli. 
Oh, wouldn't that be fun? I'd have to help you up and down the stairs. Though. You I'm sure? sorry. I'd have to help Liza up and down the stairs. I'd have to actually convert one of the rooms downstairs into her apartment. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she, her vertigo, she can't handle it. <laughs> also, uh, I'd, I'd have, have to lock have... up all the. I'd have to get rid of all the liquor in the house. Well, I think Liza could take care of that. <laughs> I thought. Well, that's the first night. What does she do the second night? Um, I always, I think this ship has sailed, but I wish I would seen Liza Minnelli in concert. Like others, you did, didn't you? Yes, I did, but, I mean, that was 100 years ago. Well, yes, that's why I say that ship has sailed. Yeah. I don't, I'm not, I don't know that she's currently touring. I, don't, I <laughs> or, happen to catch... Uh, oh, five minutes on the Today of the Show, Sex in the City movie. Oh, that. Yeah, I don't know how I saw five minutes of the Sex in the City movie. I probably pulled up that clip specifically to show you her singing "Single Ladies." Yes, and I thought, how is she moving? Uh huh. Um, and why is she singing "Single Ladies"? Because it was that gay character's wedding, and all it, gays love single in ladies. Dubai I guess. or something. I. It I was don't know. Horrible. I haven't I mean, seen the film. Oh, it was just awful. No, but she was more recently on the Today Show singing. She's had some kind of act she's put together, but it was mostly just her standing there and the backup dancers running around all behind her singing. What was she singing? New York, New York. New York, New York. I bet, I bet her throttle is so wide now that you, it could, was, you and I could step through it. Yeah, it was not good. Oh. And I mean, God love her. But it wasn't good. Oh, no. Poor thing. Yeah. Bless her heart. She didn't get her mother's ability to sing long after she'd slit her own throat and taken <laughs> pills and things. That's a true story. Judy I slit know. her throat and they thought she'd never sing well, again. She slit twice as long as her mother did. True. <laughs> anyway. Well, let's get back to Aunt Harriet. Aunt Harriet's discovered the Bat Cave, everybody. We buried the lead. She finds the secret sliding panel in the library. Vroom, uh, vroom, bitches. Because she's cleaning. <laughs> To see the bottom. <laughs> yes. Uh, she takes the elevator down, finds the cave with all the batarangs and capes hanging on the walls. Uh, but what's the bat cave doing under Wayne Manor? There's only one explanation. The Bruce and Dick are Batman and Robin. It couldn't be, but suddenly she, she looks like Mrs. Hathaway in this uh, Miss Hathaway in this uh, uh-huh. panel. Doesn't she? A little bit, yes. Yeah. So she hears the Batmobile coming back in and she Beats it out of there. And she doesn't want them to be able to suspect that she's been down there. So she has some kind of scheme with the elevator. I don't quite understand what she did with the elevator. Oh, she returned oh, it. She, she, she to send it, it down. She it back down. Yeah. You people do that at my work. They do take they? the elevator up and then they send it right back down for the next person. Wow. Isn't that kind? I didn't even know there was more than one story where you worked. Sure. Three stories. Three stories. Mm-hmm. My goodness. Listen, we don't. Do you remember that episode, that comic that we were reading where there was a there was like a secret uh, The Secret high, Crime headquarters? And the tanks were on the th- fourth thir- floor. Fourth floor something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was also Batman. That was Batman and Eclipso, I think. Ap- Apocalypto. Gosh, that was a long time ago. Well, we, we commented how how um impractical it was to store the heavy right. equipment up on the upper floors of the of the factory. Or um, whatever it was. Anyway, Dick and Bruce come in and smell a familiar perfume in the Batcave. I guess that man scent. Oh, wait. What's that? Well, I was going to say, they're probably used to like Axe body spray or something, but all of a sudden they smell a feminine perfume. 1960s. 
66. 66, yes. Old Spice. Halston. <laughs> no, Old Spice probably, or Brute. Brute. Or what is it we like? What do we like? Oh, yeah, we the like... old timey clone. Oh, God. Well, we like Florida water. That's my favorite. Yes. Um, but the other one, Pip, 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 Pil- Pinot Clubman. Yes. Yeah. That's the best. I don't put that on anymore. Oh, I do. Uh, my Everything father smells good on you. My father wore brute. I put some of your cologne on the other day, and I smelled like a pistol over myself. I swear well, to God, it was that it was that expensive stuff that I bought Burberry, uh-huh. right? It, which smells fantastic on you. And I, just, and I was I was just feeling very sentimental that day, and I was, I was was missing you a little bit. So I thought I'd just wear your scent with me to work. And I swear to God, I put a couple sprays on, and I went, "This does not smell good on now, me." Now, this may be an obvious question, but did you check to see if whether you had or not pissed on yourself? <laughs> I just got out of the shower and dried off and put my deodorant on and quaffed my hair. Okay, okay. And but it was the very last thing you put on. I had to ask. I had not pissed on myself. Okay. Um, so Batman whips out his infrared light. At that light. time. <laughs> right. Whips out his infrared light and sees that Aunt Harriet's footprints are glowing all over the Batcave. Notice she's wearing heels. Right. So, heels too, because heels. she's a woman, they immediately set about a scheme to trick her into thinking that everything she saw was in her imagination, because... Okay, so I just want to point something out here, because uh-huh. we're on the same page. Three, right? Yep. Look at that bottom right panel of her. Oh, yeah. How she knows. old is she? Well, I don't know, but now it's a, it's a close-up, so she... Come of on! Of see all the wrinkles. Step back, just a, just one page! She's like, okay, okay, so page th- two. Yes, yes, Upper yes. right-hand corner, mm-hmm. 22 years old. Okay. 22. Middle panel, Miss Hathaway. Uh, 30, maybe. Lower right-hand panel of page three, obviously she's my age. She's, or a little bit older, actually. She's a little jowly there. Well, she's, look, maybe. She might be your age. Her dis- uh, watch it. <laughs> maybe her discovery of the Batcave has aged her dramatically. You know, that could happen sometimes. Mm-hmm. You can go gray overnight. You know, when you get a shock, yes, you can go white immediately. Right. Um, she, however, now suspects that they know that she knows and she's on to them and she's going to have the last laugh. Well, she certainly laid out a nice little feast for the boys. Yes. So. Now they go through this whole elaborate scheme. They're going to take the Batmobile out of the cave, but they don't want Aunt Harriet to discover... Oh, you didn't even say what they did, how they tricked her. What? She says to the boys, listen, I know that you. I saw an elevator and I saw a Batcave. Oh, right, so right, right. something else I should know about, because right behind the sliding door is an elevator, and she opens up the sliding door, and they have converted the elevator into a closet. Uh-huh. And they now have a remote control device that allows them and them, 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 and them, and them only to control the elevator. And she is, she looks at him with a side eye like Captain Butler does. When, uh-huh. You know, with a side eye. And she says, those boys think they fooled me, but I'll have the last laugh. Oh, her voice sounds like an old alcoholic's voice. That's not really what her voice sounds not like. Oh, I didn't like that voice at all. Um, the boys think they fooled me, but I'll have the last laugh yet. How's that? Is that good? That's good. Yeah. Um, so next day they are heading out on patrol in the Batmobile, but they don't want her to be able to discover where the cave is located. They don't want her to creep around the outside of the property and find the cave. Right. 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 Which I don't know why they didn't think of this before. Cause anybody passing by would see tiger tracks going into a stone mountain right. and suspect that there sure. was something else there. So apparently the Batmobile has hydro 
hydroponic hydrofoil hydrofoil capability so it can float out of the bat cave on a cushion of air thus not leaving any tire tracks that's not how a hydrofoil works and also the air would blow the dirt so you would still would see exactly. evidence of by the way, does she have so much time that she's able to put pitch at the entrance to the Batcave? And if she knows, like, I didn't quite understand yeah. what she had done. Because it says, where's pitch? Where's it? I wouldn't put uh, Top of pitch four. Yeah. How about that, Robin says? She's coated our exit road with wet pitch. Exit we... road. And so well, how, what does she know? Like, Well, there's a line later on that leads me to think that there are several roads heading straight into a mountain okay. <laughs> with no exit. Yes. So she, she just, must have coated all of them to, with pitch to see which one. Okay, I, I'm i not going to do this this slowly with the rest of the comic, Good. but I call bullshit on this. Okay. I watched how long it took them to coat our driveway in a thin layer of actual tar, and um, she didn't do it. Uh, okay. She must have hired a group to do it. Well, she's got money, clearly. Well, she clearly wasted her money because they've outsmarted her, but she did not. She did not go to Home Depot and buy gallons of pitch and spread it on the multiple entrances to the cave or all around the property. She didn't do it. And she didn't do it because she would have been fixing their meals and cleaning the house. Well, There's look at no this way panel. It's just, it just looks like a thin crackly line going across the length. Do you suppose she just put like a dribble of pitch across the width of the driveway? She can't track with the dribble of pitch. Sure you can. If you see tire tracks going through it, it'll drag through. Oh, good. Yeah, good good, good, call. good call. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's what I would do if I was Still, she to, didn't do it. it never I happened. Was, okay. Let's move on. Thank you. There's a crime in progress. Obviously. Obviously. At the Lowland Trust Bank, led by a guy wearing a crazy mixed-up uniform. Would you bank with the bank called Lowland Lowland? Trust? Lowland? No. Nope. Nope. That's like where we bought our house in Rocky Marsh, (laughs) which is a step only above Sudden Valley. Now, I'm going to give away the lead. It's the Clue Master who's robbing the bank, and he's thinking to himself that he's rehearsed this meeting with Batman and Robin time and again. We all do this, don't we? We rehearse arguments. Um, yes. Are you leading up to an embarrassing story about me? Uh, no. Oh. I wasn't going to go there. So, yes. We, I rehearsed. Oh, okay, well, here we go. You just go ahead and go there, Bob. <laughs> I rehearse conversations if I know I have an important conversation. I do up, as I well. practice. Everybody does, right? Yes. Sure. Well, one time I was practicing and uh, butt-dialed my own home phone and left a long message on the answering machine. Of me talking to to myself and responding, <laughs> and guess who heard the message first? It wasn't me. It was precious. Was it? It was okay. It was disturbing at first, <laughs> and then it was precious um, because I, I could tell you weren't arguing with me. No, and um, it was about work or something. Like yes, that. and and um, you were practicing something, and it was precious because. I asked you about it, and then I said, I told you, I, I do this all the time. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, it's maybe you and I are the now. only people that do that. Well, I guess we'll find out. Let us know on social media at GoGoJackPod. <laughs> uh, so he throws a glass capsule at the Batmobile, and 
Causes yeah. daylight. Causes daylight to appear in the middle of the night. So I guess you can do that and capture sun, sunlight in a little glass vial. Well, there are certain explosives that are very bright. Like when, when they use uh, flashes, Fla- uh, magnesium or something Yeah, in a, in a slow-burning flash. That's very bright. So if he had – I mean he's carrying that on his body. Yeah. I'd hate to fall down. Right, exactly. Yeah, on one of those or all of those. He would blow his body into bits. Because who knows what else the other ones do. Yeah. Um, so we have our first full sighting here of the Clue Master. This is, the artwork is by Carmine Infantino. This is one of my favorite things that he does, is that he will have a, a character in the foreground and the city way in the background. Like there's a huge central plaza in the city. Uh-huh. He does this a lot in Flash comics. Movies well. Maybe there's a river between uh, Batman and Robin and the city. Well, at least in Flash comics, it's very clear that it's just a huge central plaza that's uninhabited by people or cars. So in this comic, on mm-hmm. page five, the lower right-hand corner, when yes. Robin lands at that right-hand hook, yep. it's the first time I've ever seen... Now, I'm not saying that... I'm just saying, I'm telling you for me. Mm-hmm. It is the first time I've ever seen a panel drawn of Robin doing something like that that I was like... I, I literally said it out loud, way to go, Robin. Nice hit. Like... <laughs> It's drawn very well. Yes. Robin's legs look great. He's got Careful. a lot of force there. What? How old is he? He's like 20, right? Robin now? No, he's like 15. Oh. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. So, yes, great fight choreography. What's he doing living with Bruce Wayne? That's why they had to have Aunt Harriet. I'm telling you. Oh. He's his ward. Okay. All right. Uh, so is he in high school? Yeah. So, oh, Robin hold had... up, back up. Yes. So, if he was twenty, that makes it better for you that they're living together. Well, in he's... platonic friendship. I mean, if he's twenty, he's at least you know he's an adult. This could be on his own, I guess. I don't know. I don't know these things. How often have I read Batman and Robin? Well, you know, Bruce Wayne. It's like my mother used to say about my cousin Art. What? Oh, he's had lots of girlfriends. Okay, so did I. We're in really strange territory right now. I'll say this is the weirdest episode in a while. (laughs) We've covered Liza Minnelli. Yes. Uh, Well, okay, let's just keep Lots of stereotypical stuff. stuff. Uh, Batman easily defeats the henchman. But then Clue Master's got another surprise. Yeah, what's that? He's got he's launching. Oh, this is stupid. Are you? On, yeah, you're on the same page. I yeah, am. ganging up on me from opposite directions. Ha! I can throw equally well with either hand or both hands simultaneously. Uh, what? And well, he's ambidextrous. Apparently. Who cares? Why does he even have to say that? The time that it took him to throw that lang- all that all those words out there, whatever it was that he threw at them, had either hit them or gone way past them. Well, anyway, it's little balls full of gas, uh, which Batman and Robin hold their breath, so problem solved. But it's a delaying tactic, so Clue Master and his henchmen. Now, did they get away with the money or not? Well, I don't see any bags with dollar signs on this the outside. Why that I would be the... I thought that they actually didn't commit any crime, but they didn't get away with it. Oh, well, they did attack... Batman and Robin, who are duly deputized officers of the law, so they're okay. What? Well, you can get arrested for attacking a policeman. That's a crime. Batman and Robin are policemen. They're. I just uh, explained they're duly deputized yes, officers of the law. So 
They track them to this old building. What? What? Well, I just went back just to see what the crime was that they committed. Because well, they he, were robbing he, he was bank. robbing a bank. Where? On the bottom of page four, they're exiting the bank. They're coming out of the bank. Men coming right? out of the Lowland Trust Bank. And then they, he throws this charge, flash charge right. at them, right? And then the guys get away on foot. Well, look, first, there's a guy on the roof spotting for Batman and Robin to come. So clearly it was all a setup just for Cluemaster to meet Batman and Robin. To lead them into the stupid house. Yeah. This is why I was so annoyed by this. To okay. lead them into the stupid house to leave him a clue. Yeah. <laughs> because he's the clue master. He's a master he's of clues. Clue idiot is what he is. Uh, so the clue is a picture of toy soldier heads, multiple toy soldier heads receding into the distance. And it's a tip-off to where his next crime will take place 24 hours from now. Are you trying to decipher the clue? I, I mean, I know what the clue will say here pretty mm-hmm. soon. I was actually turning the thing upside down because I think the what we'll see later on has been altered slightly. Well, possibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we have the clue master in excellent artistic close-up panels. Mm-hmm explaining uh, how he believes Batman will solve the clue and appear tomorrow night at the Gotham Coliseum for its Arabian Nights exhibit. Hey, Bob. Yeah. What kind of fabric do you think that is over his face? Muslin. Ooh, that's or, itchy. Uh, like, what's T-shirt material made of? It's T-shirt jersey? material. Jersey. Like jersey material? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it's stretchy, but it's... Well, I was Breathes. thinking since it, it, it also matched the color of his gloves uh-huh. that it could be lambskin. Well, would that breathe? No, it would not. That's why I'm going to say jersey. Mm. Um, also, lambskin wouldn't be very nice against your face, would it? Well, neither would having the mask so tight against your skin that you could... S- look how that last panel on the right-hand side. You could see his lips, the impression of his mm-hmm. lips. That's really tight. But so if, also, he, if he talks with any sort of plosive consonants like right. T's and P's, he's going to have a little um, dark circle right where his lips are because he's spitting all the time. <laughs> and would you be able to understand it clearly? Well, I was just concerned that it, it's so it tight. Like it's so tight. Uh, it would be like, um, let's see. A psychological, a psychological <laughs> physically keeps them from sitting. <laughs> That man's perfect record of quick casting and trampless quivering puts them in a complete frame of mind before they try. But then, hey, Bruce, straining to the plate, used to terrorize pitchers, or a sandy Colfax on the round dominates the Mets. I just picture that his henchmen stare at him intently, trying to understand what he's saying. You know, he thinks that they're really. Um, into him, like they think that he's clever, but they're just straining <laughs> to discern what he's saying through that cloth. Um, so Cluemaster apparently is upset that Batman's psychological warfare on criminals in Gotham City has succeeded because all criminals have a psychological handicap preventing them from succeeding. Succe- succeeding. You know how to say that. Shut up. You shut succeeding up. Succeeding uh, in killing Batman. His perfect record of crook catching and trap escaping puts them in a defeat frame of mind even before they try. Just as Babe Ruth striding to the plate used to terrorize pitchers 
or as Sandy Koufax on the mound dominates the Mets. Do you know how you hate comics sometimes because there are too many words? Uh-huh. Like this, this one? was one of those for me. Yeah. I I was walk, just reading all the words and going, this is wasted space. I don't care. All I want to know is how the clue master keeps from having a dark area on his mouth where he's spitting all the time. Right. Also, he started talking about sports, so right. I tuned out. <gasps> I got it. What? He has a gauze pad right behind where his mouth is uh-huh. to catch all the extra spittle that comes out. So even worse. Exactly. Uh, so An hour Master, later, along Marine Boulevard. Right. The thing that, the first thing that Cluemaster threw the capsule was left, actually a special chemical to coat the Batmobile tires, leaving an invisible trail. To Batman's secret hideout. Not invisible, but he can shine a light on it. And right. Find so it. he had a couple of things that he was trying to accomplish, uh, Clue Master, in his introduction to, in the introduction to me, <laughs> which was first, track Batman and Robin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Second, um, uh, make them chase him. Yep. And lead them into uh, a building uh-huh. that will have a clue to his next encounter because it's not a crime not yet right not yet. um you know what they say you can lead a bat to a criminal but you cannot make him arrest the criminal that's they an old do, wise oh, saying do they do they say that mm-hmm. okay they, i've never heard that now before. what clue master doesn't know is that batman and robin have already aunt harriet proofed themselves and oh, so they are going to float no the batmobile back into the Batcave, and so his special chemical on the tires doesn't because do anything the clue master's car is hurtling along the main highway and he is unable to track them down right so just the tire tracks disappear into thin air uh so on this same page may i say that um this picture of batman with his hood off yeah i find strangely interesting Oh, how so? Just like sort of casual, like, hey, I'm not quite in my outfit or out of my outfit yet. We're just trying to try. We're just going to stare at this little painting of clues and try mm-hmm. to figure it out. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hang out here, kind of one eighth out of my outfit. You know, I don't usually, right. don't usually see Batman with his cowl pulled back. Um, right, is that right? Cowl, cowl. Yes, yeah. I find it interesting that both Batman and Robin have taken their masks off but left their gloves on. And their boots. They must have some comfortable gloves. Bob, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Now, it just might be me and my osteoarthritis, mm-hmm. but do you find shoes to be very uncomfortable? Yes. Does it get worse as we get older? Now, my problem is that I forget that I have toenails, and so they grow oh, and grow and grow, and then the that gets thin. very uncomfortable in my feet. You can kill a person with your toenails. Also, there are no shoes commercially available for my feet. Anywhere in America, yes. Yeah, I just find that um, there's just not enough support. Mm -hmm. And the stuff that I could purchase that has support looks like stuff that, you know, I I should be wearing someday when I'm going to also need a cane. Mm -hmm. They basically look like um, little little car covers for feet, orthopedic shoes, you know. Why don't they make really attractive shoes that are very comfortable inside? Like, how is it that the elves... In Lord of the Rings, can run around in those thin deerskin boots and look so comfortable all the time. Well, don't which are the ones that have the funky feet? They have like the hobbits. Ru- yeah, don't they have like rubber treads on the bottom of their feet? 
Well, in the movies they do, but not in real life. Oh, uh, okay. They don't okay. dip their feet their feet in hot rubber. And um, I believe elves have hooves. No, they don't. Mm-hmm. No. Yes. No, they don't. Listen, I've seen things <laughs> that lead me to believe... Where are we? That elves have... Well, Batman's come upon some two-bit criminals robbing a television store. That's it. That's yeah, that's it. Send tweet. The end. Um, have a nice week, folks. Now, they are passing by the Gotham Coliseum where the grand opening of the Arabian Nights exhibit is slated to open tomorrow night, but all the lights are on. So that's a fabulous mid-century building design, by the way. The Coliseum. Where? The Gotham Coliseum. Where do you see the actual right here, right design? Here. I'm right looking here. at it. That's not a building design. Yes, it is. Look at those curves. You talk about the exterior? Yes. Oh. You don't know. I do. I... Look That's... how it curves. That one wall curves around. Point. Here. You are. That's just a perspective drawing. That isn't an actual curve. Uh, it's a curve in perspective because the <laughs> wall below it is not curved. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll agree to disagree. Um, rushing inside, Batman and Robin find the Clue Master waiting for them with a trap door in the floor. And Indeed. also, it looks like they've stolen a bucket of popcorn. Uh, fortune cookies. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so Batman and Robin are plunged underground. Yes. Into the Stygian darkness below. <laughs> Stygian darkness. But they're not trapped. He, They just... Are underground, and then they have a new clue, which is some strange kind of glowing lizard creature drawing. No need to be cautionary about that. No. So they make their way back to the Batcave with the new drawing, and all of a sudden, they flip it upside down. It's not a weird lizard creature at all. It's a duck with no legs. Uh Uh-huh. It's a legless duck. So they decide then to, this is where they lost me, they flip the picture of the toy soldiers upside down. Yes. And see that it's actually the 40 jars of the Arabian Night story in which 40 thieves of Alibaba hid in jars. Okay, so um, I that's why I looked so carefully at the earlier rendition of that painting. Uh-huh. It's been altered to look more like the 40 thieves in this page 11 than it was originally first of all who's coming up with this oh yes the famous arabian night story of the 40 thieves hiding in jars i mean i know about the 40 thieves but i didn't know they hid in jars did you uh kind of it didn't seem like it's been years since i've read that well right that's my point i didn't i don't know i mean what's a legless duck have to do with this uh well, that's for his next crime. <laughs> I don't know. There's a duck marina along the waterfront. So that's where he's going to strike next. On the bottom of page 11. Yes. As they leave the closet elevator by the sliding door panel, this yes. duck marina along the waterfront um, will be in. We'll be all set for the next uh, for the Clue Master tomorrow night. Yes. Listen, you hear that? Sounds like a movie camera. Yes. Then we have that. Well, they're just doing an acrobatic move so that uh, Dick <laughs> Dick can fetch the hidden movie camera that Aunt Harriet has hidden in the 
uh, light fixture above the elevator. Indeed. How did she get up there? She's been busy. Well, she again, she, she probably hired some boys to come in. and She has been very busy. My grandmother always had a boy that she could hire to do odd jobs around the house. Not that kind of odd job. No, just lawn. oh my God, I was just thinking about whether or not I was going to share the story about when you ran over the rabbit hutch, but I won't. I won't. Oh, no, let's not do that. No. Uh, so they take the film as if, and they find that the film is already clouded as if it's been ruined by radiation. And it makes them think, uh-oh, have we been around radiation? Right. We better check some things. Right. So... uh the paint on the duck picture is not just luminous. It's also radioactive. I hope that so means dangerous. that the clue master could use it to find the bat cave. Right. So they hustle the painting out somewhere else. Uh, this is where I fell asleep. Why? Because they're now they're in civilian clothes walking out of the bat cave. Yeah, I didn't quite understand what was going on. And then I heard the rifles outside and I just I didn't. I fell asleep and. Well, they just drove it to a different cave. And uh, then they're walking out of the cave, and they see that the guy has tracked them with a Geiger counter. Sure. Uh, well, no, he's filming them. Well, maybe it's a Lexaphone, which also has a Geiger counter attachment in it. Oh, dear God. <laughs> so they follow the guy back to Cluemaster's hideout. They have a big fight. Robin is overcome with some kind of gas. Not too badly, though. He's Not okay. too badly. He's fine. Um, because he broke it in time that he didn't. I don't know what happened. Anyway, Clue Master's he, he, he in jail. He managed to break it before it released all of its full potency. Right. right. So then they capture um, Clue Master. Right. What, what exactly has he done wrong? Um, he lured Batman and Robin. You're thumbing through the entire. I don't know issue. He he. You are right. He has not committed a crime. Yeah. Unless just taunting is a crime in Gotham City, which it could be. Do they have crimes for assholery? They should. I wish the whole world had that. Frankly, I'd make citizens arrest. <laughs> Uh, so then, yeah, so the people that, uh, Batman and Robin were pretending to be in civilian clothes walking out of the clothes, uh, of the cave were apparently two other criminals. Yeah. Who they disguised themselves at as to prove that they were in two places at the same time. It makes sense to me inside my head. It's kind it's of a real week. They were story. always, I know. And it, it, it surprises me because there were some wonderful launching points in here, like the whole Aunt Harriet thing and the having a new villain. I thought, okay, this is going to be interesting. Yeah, no. And it's drawn very well. Beautiful. Yeah. Which the past few Batman stories have not been. Yes. This is the first one game. that I've seen since we started doing this that t- really took my interest. Um, Except, okay, on page 14, middle panel. Yeah. Robin... Looks like um, in that panel to the far right, uh-huh. he looks like he's on the Lollipop Guild. He kind of looks like uh, Beavis. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's weird. He looks um, like he's got a smashity face. Like Matt Damon. Yes. Yeah. By the way, they tricked Anne Harriet. They made a. They had trick film, which they did like a bewitched thing where they were 
uh, Samantha and Serena both in the same frame at the same time. Yeah. Um, and Robin says, I suppose someday we'll tell Aunt Harriet the truth just as we did with Alfred. No, they won't. Because no. um, Alfred has to get up really early in the morning to dress up like Aunt Harriet. Right. Yeah. Um, Robin ends the story with a upside-down drawing joke. The end. Let's get to the meat of the issue, shall yes, we? Yes, the elongated man. One of our very favorite series love that these. we've discovered so far, yep. these elongated man stories. I love it so much that I wrote, are you ready for this? Uh-huh. An elongated man song. Wow. Elongated man, universally beloved, not hated man. His heroic destiny was fated man. He's the elongated man. Ralph Dibney was a circus fan, especially of the India rubber man. When he drank gingled like they all did, he became elongated. Elongated man, universally beloved, not hated man. His heroic destiny was fated man. He's the elongated man. He's the ductile detective, the stretchable sleuth. Got a nose for trouble, and that's the truth. Goes all over the world with his wife, Sue. They solve mysteries and have fun, too. Elongated man, universally beloved, not hated man. His heroic destiny is fated man. He's the elongated man. He's the elongated man. He's the elongated man. He's the elongated man. I think I'm just going to write songs for all the characters that don't have their own songs so far. Okay. Uh, Good luck with that, Bob. Thank you. I might have plenty of time on my hands. That's what you were doing when I was uh, uh, sleeping in the other room. It's true. You're so clever. And just, you know, toss it out. I'm a regular Cole Porter. (laughs) Or I should say Dolly Parton. You know, Dolly Parton wrote, I Will, I will Always, always love, love You, you and, and Jolene on the same day. Same day. And maybe something else. She just can't remember. She's so clever. As you recall, last time we were together, Elongated Man got a new costume that his wife Sue made for him. Sue Dibney. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what's he going to do with his old costume? He's going to donate it. To the Flash Museum, because Flash was responsible for him becoming a costumed superhero. That's nice. Artwork also by Carmine Infantino here. So, Elongated Man is admiring himself in the mirror. A little heavy on the inking there, that that, that particular panel. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. He looks, there's something wrong with his face there. Uh, the one on the right? Yeah. Yeah, he looks like Annie Lennox. Yes. Very feminine features. Right. And then the next panel down, it, they're masculine features. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, he can rearrange his face because he's made of elastic. Oh, of course. That's what it is. Well, Sue is hungry. She wants to go to dinner. Well, she'll have no part of his mischievous tomfoolery. Um, so he's getting ready to take his costume to the Flash Museum. And what do you think has happened? It's been stolen. Somebody stole the uniform right out of his suitcase. Yep. 
Um, that sets his nose a twitching. That's what happens when he smells a mystery. I didn't know that. Um, and Sue realizes that she is probably not going to get any dinner unless she gets she it herself. Having nothing to do with that. I don't think that Sue cooks. You know, she was a rich trust fund baby. Well, if she doesn't cook, she's missing out on a lot. Why? Because cooking is a, a fun pastime. It is fun. I'm just saying, I don't think she ever learned. I think she was raised with help in the house, and she never had to cook. Well, what now. does Ralph do? Well, he was a circus performer, so he doesn't have much money. I mean, you he was she kind likes of, living with him? I mean, they, they seem to be very happy. They're but. very happy, yes. She, uh, I don't know if she was disinherited, but she left her fancy lifestyle to travel the country with Ralph and have fun adventures and solve mysteries. Well, I've, we've read several of their stories. They don't seem to be, you know, hard up for any cash. Well, I think he does have a minor celebrity status, being that he's the only superhero whose identity is publicly known at this time. Um, you know who else was a trust fund baby and gave up their wealth to marry? May I have a clue? Uh, May I have a clue for 200 Yes, the clue is... Uh, sandwich. Are you in the theater? <laughs> um, sandwich. Mm-hmm. Sandwich. Sandwich. May I have another clue for yes seventy five dollars? Uh, baby dumpling. Chicken do, little. Do, do. No, Dagwood Bumstead was a rich kid. Oh, you! I'm thinking of superheroes. Oh, sorry, it was comics related. Okay, Blondie was from the wrong side of the track. She was a flapper, uh-huh. and uh, Dagwood fell in love with her. You know, he was out at a night spot or something. Sure. And uh, his father forbade them to marry, so he went on a weeks long hunger strike. This all happened in the comics in the oh. 1930s, and readers would write in whether they wanted Dagwood to live or die or marry Blondie or not. Are you kidding? No. It was a big deal. Wow. That was when things really happened in the news in this country. Yeah. Um, and finally, he relinquished it was his an embarrassing wealth. time for civil rights, though. Yes. Not embarrassing. That's, that's, that's a too light enough word. It was a horrible time for civil rights. Uh, still is, frankly. But anyway, Dagwood married Blondie and relinquished his wealth. Wow. And they've lived happily ever after for the past 75 years. Well, that was a good decision for them. I'll say. And now she's got her own business. Things are really <gasps> Really, what kind up. of business is she She's engaging? a caterer. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to see something like that. I thought you were going to see she had a cake shop or something. Her and uh, who's the next door neighbor? Herb and Tootsie. I can't no, remember I the wife's name. Don't even care. Well, they're in business together. Oh, great. Um, that's old news, though. That's at least a decade old. So, uh, Ralph has decided, I think I have a little bit of a cold. Do you? I don't know. Yeah, it, sounds, it feels like it might Why don't hurt. you just stretch your nose out and wiggle it? <laughs> so, Ralph has decided he's going to go back to the Coast City. Yep. And re- recover his uniform. Yes. So, he goes to the hotel where they stayed. Coast City, of course, is the home of Green Lantern, Al uh-huh. Jordan. Um, so, Billy Brown, the bellhop, <laughs> is no longer with us. He quit just after you checked out yesterday, sir. That's suspicious, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, Ralph wants to investigate the pictures that the photographers took of him in the hotel lobby of course with his he new does. uniform. Yes, yes. He rushes to the police station with the photos of Billy Brown, the bellhop, and 
he, Ralph would like to look through the mug shots of criminals, and the policeman says, help yourself, we're all wrapped up in a new mystery of our own, the case of the instant disappearing robber. Now, I know you've never been a policeman. I think it would be fantastic if policemen, like, give their cases narrative descriptions immediately upon taking on a case. The case of the kitten who swallowed a shoe. <laughs> or the mystery of the Murgatroyd murderer. I'm bad at that. Or the case of the texter who T-boned the Thunderbird. That actually happened to my car, only it wasn't a Thunderbird. Yeah, it happened. actually happened to a friend of mine uh, a few weeks ago. Yeah? Yeah. T-boned? She got, yeah, I mean, like... Where, where they hit the middle of the car. Yeah. Yeah. From texting. Distracted driving. There ought to be a law. Uh, you know what's scary is uh, um, when I run, uh-huh. uh, especially on Sharpsburg Pike, mm-hmm. because there's a really wide bike path that you can run next to the road, yeah. and, and you, I see people texting all the time. Oh, no. On Sharpsburg, that, they're playing Pokemon Go. No, I mean, I know that. But I mean, like, not just inside the park. Because they play Pokemon Go in the park. But, like, I see them on Sharpsburg Pike. Sharpsburg Pike texting all the time. Well... I myself was texting once and almost hit a car. Well, that... I hope that taught you a lesson. Yeah, after I screamed and was shaking. Mm-hmm. I mean, I slammed on my brakes, went to the side of the road and was shaking. And, I, and then I cursed myself Good. for doing that. Good. And I, I just don't text and drive anymore. Thank you. America thanks you. Yeah. Uh, so it turns out there's a burglar who commits crimes and then disappears in the blink of an eye. I wonder if this is related to Ralph's missing costume. I wonder how it's related to Ralph's missing costume. I'll tell you how. I wonder if I'm not going to be really, really critical of the whole premise of oh. Ralph's missing costume Uh-oh. and how the, the, the robbers use it. Go on. Well, we're not there yet. Well, we can skip ahead because we've pretty much given away the lead. This is the stretchable sleuth takes it up the narrative. I'm on page five of yes. the story, right? As I see it, the robber tied one end of my stretched nylon uniform to an air vent uh, strut on a roof, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. By straining forward, he resisted the tug of the stretched nylon. Yep. The uniform material acted like a super rubber band, yanking him instantly out of sight. Uh-huh. No. He probably pulled a similar stunt from the apartment rooftop. When he stepped out of the window with his loot, uh, the uniform pulled him into the air. No, it didn't happen. It doesn't work like it does, that. I can see it happening right here in the panel. It's no, clearly I'm drawn. Sorry, no. You cannot use your weight to hold up something that would yank you up and over a building. You can't it's impossible. The force of being able to for, strain against that elastic uniform has to be strong enough, has to be just slightly stronger than the force to pull you up off the ground. I don't that's I, no. So no, didn't happen. So you're okay with the man stretching his uh organs and bones and muscles and limbs Every which way, but the costume yanking up someone you have a problem with. In order to get me to read this, you had to, (laughs) and and talk about this, you had to assume, you had to allow me to assume that Mm -hmm. I'm going to believe that the man can stretch his bones and and organs and skin. Okay. In, 
I've seen him in other um, issues staring at somebody in the face (laughs) and and his hand goes around the back of the house and into another window and punches the guy from behind. Yeah. Yes. That was a great trick. Yeah, I have to believe that that's going to happen. However, this didn't happen. That's not how it happened. It it didn't happen because that's the whole story. It happened. He used hallucinogenic gas. Where did he get that? From the Glue Master's glass capsule? Perhaps. Those glass capsules probably fell off. He probably used Velcro or something. Uh, anyway, Ralph's on the case. He's getting dropped off the scene of the next crime. At the gem store. Uh, police helicopter <laughs> drops him off what? It's funny. I'm going to go to the gem store. Buy um, some gems. So he's tracking the bellhop across the city. And Zock punches him. Now, the bellhop is attached via the costume to an air duct on the roof. Right. So Ralph punches him. He flies up into the air and then flies back down (laughs) right into Ralph. You'd think Ralph could have seen that coming. Well, actually, if you look at the drawing, I would think that the the, um, bellhop would have come back down on top of the pipe, which would have impaled his body. Right, right, right. So I mean, we can be thankful for that because then Ralph would be charged with murder. That's a bad thing in this comic. Yeah, superheroes don't murder. Oh, that's right. Uh, or they'd have to roll go to for jail. murder. Um, so the bellhop lands on Ralph before Ralph had a chance to brace himself for impact. They're both knocked unconscious momentarily. Luckily for the crook, he comes to before Ralph. Now. I do have a problem with Ralph being knocked unconscious, being as he's made of elastic flesh. You'd think he'd bounce. It just says for a long minute both men lie inert. So maybe he's stoved. Stoved up. Stoved up. To quote your mother. Um, so Ralph shakes it off. The crook now has the costume tied to the end of the pipe, which he's swinging around like a bolo, and he's going to tie Ralph up in the costume, laughing silently to himself. Ha, ha! (laughs) The pipe then smacks Ralph in the face. Again, I think Ralph's elastic body would be more resilient than that. Uh, Well, he's got him spinning like a top here in a second. Um, Yeah, spinning like a top. He admits the crime of stealing the uniform. Now he is making a giant slingshot out of the uniform and tossing another. What do you call piece those metal. things? That's uh, like an air it, vent on yes, the roof. Yes, it's an air vent. Yes, it's um, a cylindrical air vent that uh, it spins by the hot uh, air coming out. This time he misses, but Ralph grabs the end of the costume, makes a slingshot himself, and smacks him right in the ass. Smacks the crook. Is or, that his ass? It looks like his neck. To it me. might be his neck. But, I mean, that's going to hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now we have the next day at the Flash Museum. Flash Again, is there. really heavy inking on this yeah. last page. Um, Flash like is there with, with, his, Sue. with Like this, you know, with, with, with the pen gripped in his fist. Maybe he did. We don't know. Uh, Sue's there in a Charming little white fur number. Tip to the side. Ensemble. She looks great. Who's the Nazi guy in the back? Well, just a guard. You know, museum <laughs> guard. Uh, suddenly Ralph arrives with his 
costume, uh, making a dramatic entrance just in the nick of time. Later in their hotel room, Ralph fills Sue in on the juicy details. It's not very juicy. He just tells her all about how the bellhop took the job, hoping it would give him an opportunity to rob a wealthy guest. But when he saw his chance to steal the uniform from the suitcase, he took it. I love this last little panel, all of which proves, darling, um, that it's the man who makes the uniform, not the uniform that makes the man. Right. Well, because the bellhop thought that the costume gave Ralph his powers. He thought he would have elongated powers if he yes. stole the costume. He doesn't believe that. Stupid criminal. Right. Um, uh, well, I just love these elongated man stories. Do you know what my mother used to say to me all the time whenever I wanted to buy new clothes for the, for the fall semester? You may not elongate, Robert. <laughs> no, whenever I coveted someone else's clothing or wanted to have like the popular kids wearing, yeah. my mother would say to me, clothes do not make the man. My mother used to say, beauty is as beauty does. Whenever someone would say a woman was beautiful. Um, and you know what else my mother said when I wanted to buy something? She said, and I'd I, say, I, you have to buy me that. And she'd she say, I, I don't, don't have, have to, to do anything, anything but die. I guess I've told that story a lot. I love that story. I really do. Why don't you marry it if you love it so much? Well, I married you. Uh, you can find us on social media at GoGoCheckPod. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, except I always forget I have Instagram. Uh, you could download our episodes every week wherever you get your free podcast downloads from. And uh, you Drop can, us a line, please. Sure. I was so excited to hear from our friend in England. Um, you can rate and review us on iTunes or wherever, you know, and drop us a line. And uh, if you have a character you'd like to request a song for, I'm your fella. Bob. Yeah. I'd like to request, because you and I are going to, we're, we're done with a lot of our holiday things. Yep. I'd like to request that next week's episode be a dramatic reading. Okay. If not next week, the week after. Okay. Sure. That I'm can be arranged. ready to read ahead and get some voices prepared. Maybe we'll have a guest. Sure. If you'd like to be a guest, let us know. We're really easy to please. <laughs> None of that came out correctly. We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. Good job on the song. In this dark age.